Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you're listening to Episode 72. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week, we present to you a question that others are wrestling with so that you know how to respond to them in a biblical manner. So this week, we're going to look at a question that is kind of out there. It's in conventional thinking. It's in pop culture, which kind of views the reality that everyone is a child of God. And with that is the assumption that because everyone is a child of God, everyone's going to make it, so to speak. That is, everyone is going to go to heaven, no matter what they believe, because they're a child of God. And so that's our question today. Are we all God's children? Are we all God's children? And so we're going to look at that today from the Bible and try to answer it. And to be honest with you, the short answer is yes and no. Yes and no. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, okay, George, how is that possible? How is it possible for me to be, quote, a child of God, but not be a child of God? And that's where we're going to spend the rest of our time today talking about it. Now, when we talk about being a child of God, we need to understand that the Bible presents the reality of people being children of God in a general sense and also in a specific sense, in a general sense and in a specific sense. Now, what I mean by that is this. So let's kind of go through it. We're going to talk about it, first of all, how everyone is a child of God in a general sense. So we see that from the reality that the scripture very clearly shows us that God is the creator. And because he is the creator and has created everything, in fact, that's what Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 tells us about Jesus. It says, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities and powers, all things were created through him and for him. So God is the creator. So therefore, because he is the creator, he created me. In a general sense, all humanity are his children because he created us. Now that is used and can be properly used in a general sense saying that we are the children of God. But the reality is, is that that does not necessarily mean that I inherit with that title, the children of God, the specific things that are given to the children of God that are clearly laid out in Scripture. And so what we're going to see is is that not everyone is 
a child of God in a specific sense. That is, is a child of God who enjoys the relationship with God the Father, who enjoys the inheritance that is due them because they are a child of God. And how do I know that? Well, because the scripture makes that very clear that in a specific sense, in a legal sense, only a few are the children of God, and they are those who believe in Jesus Christ and have faith in his salvation. Now you're saying, okay, George, yeah, all right, wait a minute, I don't know that I agree with you so far. Well, I think you need to consider how we use the term children in our own culture and in our own world. We will often say that people are the children of a nation or a children of a sovereign. So for instance, if there's a king and he looks at his subjects and he refers to them as his children. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean they're his literal children and they're heir to all that he has as the king and the sovereign? No, that's not true. But it means that they are his subjects. They are under his rule, his authority. And that is true in the general sense for all of humanity. He is our creator. But in a specific legal sense of being an heir, of one who is due the inheritance, that is not true. So let's talk about it from the specific sense of what it means to be a child of God. First of all, we want to look and see what the Apostle John says. And he says several things in his writings. First of all, in the Gospel of John, the first chapter, in verse 12, he writes, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name. So here it's talking about that those who believe and who have put their trust in Jesus Christ he has given the right or the authority to become his children. We have become his adopted children. In fact, that's what the Apostle Paul refers to in his letter to the Romans, chapter 8. He talks about this in verse 14. He says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, join heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. So there it's talking about the spirit of adoption, that God has adopted us into his family and we become his children. And the spirit of God bears witness with that to our souls. Back to John's writings, we can look at 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 to 10. Notice what he says there. Verse 1, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are the children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him, 
for we shall see him as he is. Great two verses that talk about several things there. Number one, about our becoming the children of God, but it also reflects the fact that the world doesn't understand that concept. Now, having brought that up, that the world doesn't understand that concept, you might be saying, okay, George, these verses, ah, they point about Christians being the children of God, but that doesn't say that we're not the children of God with reference to those who don't believe. Well, yeah, you're right. It doesn't. However, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 3 tells us that before salvation, in fact, let me read that to you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, he says, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. So he's talking about what happens to you and I when we come to Christ We were made alive because we were once dead in our trespasses and sins. Verse 2, he tells us how we lived our lives in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who works now in the sons of disobedience. Verse 3, among whom we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and were, now notice this, by nature, Children of wrath, just as the others. Notice that last phrase. We were, by nature, children of wrath. Whose wrath? God's wrath. God's penalty. We were not specifically children of God in a legal air sense that Paul and John were talking about earlier, but rather we were children who were marked for Death, death in hell, because of our unbelief. Okay, so let's let's kind of bring this together now. This concept that's out there is, is that we're all the children of God. Well, yes, we are, in the sense that God is our creator. We are the children of God in the sense that he created us. But it doesn't go beyond that. There's nothing that is connected with that for all of humanity because all of humanity rejects God. They reject the creator. And because they reject the creator, they are not heirs to his relationship. They're not heirs to what he has promised to those who believe in him. They are rather, as the Bible describes it, children of wrath. But to those who believe... To those who put their trust in Jesus Christ, who have, who have confessed to him the, the reality of their sin and their need for him in their life and the forgiveness that he offers because he paid the penalty for their sin, he offers to them adoption. He adopts them into his home and they become joint heirs with Christ. They become the children of God, the sons and daughters of God. So are we all God's children? Yes, in a general sense. But in a specific sense, no. Because only those who believe and have put their trust in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior are truly the children of God. The Finding Clarity podcast is really a weekly opportunity to inform really our folks in our church about 
answers to questions that they wouldn't necessarily hear the answers for if they just came to a typical service or if they were even involved in a Bible study. And so we wanted to take a specific opportunity each week to to do a podcast to answer questions that they might have or that others might have that they're wrestling with and they wanted to know an answer biblically. And so that's what we were doing today. You can listen to the podcast through various means. You can listen to it through our church app. Just simply go to Google Play or through the iOS app store and just type in Kerwinsville Christian Church. You'll see our app. It's free, downloaded, and you can keep up with our podcast there. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Podcast. We encourage you to like the page so you can keep up with the latest episode and what's coming up with the Finding Clarity Podcast there as well. You can also go to our website, kerbinsvillechristian.org. Just simply click on the media link, or there's a link on the front page there for the website, and you can click to the Finding Clarity podcast. Next week, we're going to look at a question that has to do with the issue of talking to somebody about their sin, because that's really a big issue now in our culture. We live in a culture where we're in the name of tolerance, we're intolerant. In the name of tolerance, we're intolerant. So, for instance, if you disagree with somebody with what they're doing or you're bothered by what they're doing, you can't say anything to them because, hey, they're just doing their own thing and you could be seen as unloving towards them. So, here's the question. Is it unloving to tell someone they're sinning? Is it unloving to tell someone they're sinning. And I'm not just talking about specific sins that are in the news. I'm talking about seeing somebody doing something that you think is wrong and that's going to affect their life. And do you have that right to go and talk to them? What does the Bible say about that? So we're going to wrestle with that next week. Until then, take care.